I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 108 on a Saturday. Summer is here. It wasn't that way a week ago, if I remember. But uh, boom, just like that. Warm, humid. I love it. And uh, you're going to love Tech Talk. Doug Swin, Hearts in studio. Our phone number, as always, 651 989 You can text 81807. That's 81807. We invite your calls and texts. We'll try to get to all of them, but we invite you to get in early. You have a better shot at getting on the air if you get in early with your computer-related questions and comments. 651 989 9226. You can text 81807. That's 81807. Doug, how you been? Absolutely wonderful. Stevie, we got to talk about something important for a minute, if I may. Sure. I have gotten a rash of calls this last week, and they're all about the same. I got a notice on my computer. I've got a virus, and I go, wait a minute. It's inside the browser. There's something floating around the net. And it's getting into web servers, and webmasters are working frantically as fast as they can to clean up these little particles. When people get this in a web browser, do not react. Close out your browser. And a couple of these will not allow you to hit the X on the browser. You actually have to hit Control, Alt, and Delete. Hold your CTRL key down. Hold your ALT key down. Press delete, release all three of them simultaneously, and then a blue screen will come up and you will select task manager. Highlight Firefox or Chrome or Internet Explorer or Edge or whatever browser you're using, and then click the button that says end task. Once you do this, you're done with it. Do not fall for this nasty malware and think it's Microsoft and call in. I probably have gotten 60 or 70 calls this week. Well, and and we've had calls on this in the past. So, Not, so yeah. be aware, if this thing pops up and it looks very official, it oh, looks... Uh, scary. Yeah, it, it is scary. It's like, you need to call right now. Don't do it. And yeah. it gets back to all the other scams we've talked about. If you get a call and it's someone representing Microsoft or HP or Dell or another manufacturer... The odds that they're going to call you out of the blue on your home phone. Non-existent. Slim and none. Non-existent. These people are making money and they're doing the best they can to support honest warranty issues. And they're not going to just random, willy-nilly, randomly start co-calling people because they think their computer's having a problem. That's not the way it works. And especially if it's inside of a browser. And especially if you cannot close the browser, somehow they're maintaining that port to be open. Now, your computer is not at risk. It is nothing more than a web page making you react. It's nothing more. No more reacting. All right. uh, Every year we bring up this topic as well, and I want to get into that. Um, 
Kids are graduating from high school, oh, and yeah. these kids are headed for college you next bet. year or technical school, hopefully some sort of higher education. And by the way, um, for all those young people out there, Take a look at the trades. There are great opportunities oh. in the trades. There are a lot of great trade schools in town. Uh, consider those opportunities. But um, parents, grandparents, relatives want to help maybe buy that laptop for college. We've had tips in the past. I think it's a great time of year to bring up those do's and don'ts when getting involved in buying someone a computer. Absolutely. I really believe, even though we want to make it a gift and surprise them, I truly, truly anticipate you are going to be light years ahead by getting the recipient involved beforehand. Take them shopping. Make a day of it. Find out. My perspective, when I go looking at a laptop, Steve, at my age, I'm looking for something 15 inch or bigger because of my eyes. But back when I was 16, 17, 18, getting ready to go to college, an 11-inch would have been spot on. I was more concerned about size and weight and what I'm going to be able to carry around in a backpack. Eyes weren't an issue. So just that one thing. Two-in-ones today, you're going to see the popularity of the two-in-ones where you can fold a laptop over and turn it into a tablet. They're going to, they are huge this year. And the amount of them that are for sale is incredible. Dell's, HP, Asus, Toshiba's, the lineup of two-in-ones and 11, 12, and 13-inch laptops is incredible, and it's great equipment. And it depends on what program they're getting into. It depends on what school they're going to. Um, A lot of the schools have very good deals. If you purchase computers through them, they get them set up and networked, and they get all the stuff that they need for their network so you can pick those up at school. There are a ton of options. I I can't and you can't stress enough over the years. And I speak from experience. Um, say you want to get involved, maybe write it in a card. Let's go computer shopping or I'll help you up to X amount or here's a gift card or something along those lines. What but a it, wonderful gift. Yeah, it is. It is a tremendous gift. If you're willing to step in and, you know, give them 500 bucks toward a computer or but but you have no idea what the needs are. Exactly. Uh, you you got to get that student involved for sure, for sure. I think we're going to see a lot of colleges this year actually opting towards the Chromebook as well. We're seeing a lot of interest in that. But, but here again, if they're going to a graphic school, the college or their specific direction of education might require a Mac. It might require an upper echelon PC, something not so expensive. You, we just don't know the direction that they're going. Get get the student and the future student involved. It it will save everybody a ton of frustration and get them off to a really good start their first year in college. That That's exactly right. And as you talked about, monitors, keyboards, weight, battery life, uh, software, um, all of those things that go into it. It is really a highly personal piece of equipment. So uh, build in flexibility to the gift. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, let, let's not be thinking about this as a toy. This is going to be the tools of the student's trade for at least the next several years. Step up and get them good tools. I, I, I can't stress enough today with computers. You get what you pay for and you pay for what you get. If we buy them a disposable computer for $200, that's what they have is a $200 disposable computer. 
If you step up to the plate and you spend a thousand to twelve hundred to fourteen hundred dollars, and you get something with an i seven or a, or a super processor and eight gigs of RAM and an SSD drive that's pencil thin, it will pay in the end. It really, really will. Now, the chances that 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 the, that the student is going to have to take a little bit more caution in protecting it, absolutely. I wish it were waterproof. They're getting there. Yeah. We, we, we had an incident with my oldest, uh, got a computer wet, something spilled on it. Oh, they don't like that. No, they, they don't. <laughs> and, and that's one of those things where phones are getting better. Yeah. But uh, it, it sure would be great if they could find a way to make that uh, keyboard uh, water-resistant anyway. So if you spill something on it, you quick wipe it up, you might... You might be okay. Or somebody pushes you in the pool and it's in your backpack and you get out and fire it up and yeah. it's good to go. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're, we're waiting. It's, uh, hopefully it's coming. But, yeah, they're, they're getting better. Um, nonetheless, there's a lot of technology in this little package, a lot. And heat and moisture are still, they still remain the enemy. Yeah. All right, and uh, hot, humid days, another enemy. Yep. Uh, if you're traveling around, another good tip. We should get right out of the gate, and we will go to the phones and the text line. This is one of those situations where we're at 88 degrees. Uh, our dew point's at 60, so it's getting into the humid category, weather that you and I love. Uh, I'm getting to the age where the warmer the better. It's I'm nice, isn't it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel a lot better on these warm days. But your computer... If you're traveling around and it's been in the car, don't leave them in the car. But you go into the cool house and it's a lot drier. You you got to let these uh, you got to let these things climatize a Absolutely. little bit. You, you've got to let them get to room temperature, if you will. The the newer processors are actually starting to overcome some of this. Nonetheless, if you've got this thing in a black bag sitting in the back seat of your car and the sun's been shining on it for three hours and you pull it out of your car and you bring it into a 65-degree air-conditioned room and you pull it up and you fire it up, it's not healthy. You might get by with it once or twice or three times, but it really, it's hard on that equipment. Give it a half an hour, 40 minutes to climatize before you fire it up. It's very good advice. Yeah, and we bring it up in the winter months when we get that bitter cold stuff. Uh, and uh, here on these warm, humid days, it's certainly a good idea as well. All right, we're going to break right now. We're going to come back. Sue, Dan, Walter are waiting on the line. We have a number of texts to get to as well. We're off to a great start. Your calls, your texts in a moment. Tech Talk with Doug and Steve here on the CCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It is Tech Talk on a warm, slightly humid Saturday, 88 degrees, dew point 60. So, yeah, it uh, certainly feels like summer. And uh, here we are just in early June. So a good good turn of events. Good to feel the warm stuff for sure. By the way, our phone number, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That's 81807. We'll go to the text line momentarily, but first some calls. Let's bring in Sue and Moundsview. Sue, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. How are you? Fine. Thank you. What can we do for you? Um, I have a laptop. Uh, pavilion dm4 and i teach online classes and unfortunately a couple weeks ago all of a sudden the microphone stopped working um i I can get it i can turn it on but then it turns off right away any ideas oh boy that almost sounds like hardware 
Um, get a hold of me next week so I can take a look at your devices and your device manager. And that would be a, a just a perfect machine if I had it at my house. I would actually boot it into Linux off a USB flash drive to see how it would react under Linux to make sure that it wasn't some kind of update. Or Is this by any chance a Windows 7 machine that's been updated to 10? Yeah, it's a Windows 7. No, I haven't updated it to 10. Okay. Um, there still might be remnants of files that have tried to come in. Uh, give me a call next week. I'll take a little quick peek at it, and I think we can get this thing solved for you. Um, and and I'll have my information at the end of the show. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw out Doug's phone number and email, et cetera, right at the end of the program today. But, uh, you know, Doug and that stuff, we, we've brought it up in the past about audio, and sometimes audio will play, sometimes it, it won't. Um, and, and I would assume this, this all kind of gets, gets into that uh, same setup that that there, there could be a problem with 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 the board that handles the audio. Well, but see what what what's funny about this one is it turns on and then it shuts off immediately. So that, that tells me that the hardware is probably okay. It has something to do with the configuration in Windows. That's my feeling at this mm. point. Um, had a brand new computer I configured a couple weeks ago. Guy has it for three days. Calls me up. He says, "Well, he says when I go into Skype, I got no sound." I said, "What?" I go into Skype, I got no sound. Well, what happened? It worked perfect at my house. I tested it all. He brings it back over after three hours of research. I find out that him and about 300,000 other people are suffering the same thing after a Windows update. You have to actually go into the Windows registry and edit three lines in the registry to take out something that the update had changed, and it all comes back. So these updates can have a huge effect, and they're difficult to find. All right. Uh, let's go to Dan in Ample Valley. Dan, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. I have an iMac desktop connected by the Ethernet, and every once in a while I get a screen will pop up, uh, guest access, and it wants me to put in a guest password, and it's my neighbor's Wi-Fi. I'm not, I'm not, well, you're... Underneath your network settings, you can actually disable your Wi-Fi if you're going to be running it with an Ethernet. And what's happening, see, is your Wi-Fi is continuing to scan, and as the pulse is coming out of his router, your Wi-Fi is picking it up and giving you that message. Just go underneath your system preferences, your system, go under network, and disable your Wi-Fi, and that will stop. Uh, We see this a lot. The, some of the newer routers that people are putting in their houses are extremely powerful, and it's raising havoc with the neighbors. Well, and you'll you'll see it on your smartphone. I mean, it, I'll go through a drive-through, and I'm picking up. Sometimes I just shut the Wi-Fi off. Yeah, you know, for instance, I come in here. We have a guest Wi-Fi, and we have an internal, and I, I typically just shut it off I, because I don't want my phone constantly trying to find. Wi-Fi, and it it, it can get very annoying, and I would assume that your computer would do the same. Oh, absolutely. And 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 in addition to that, we've spoke many times, Steve, about how a wired connection is always faster than the wireless. Well, some of the new routers are actually doing what's called a, a MIMO and a dual connect. Well, now all of a sudden you've got a double wireless. Of course, you have to have the right hardware, and they're getting dangerously close to being the same speed as an Ethernet with Wi-Fi. I foresee the day that's coming where wireless will be faster than cable. It's not here yet. 
And as long as he's got it cabled and he's comfortable working with an Ethernet, he should shut- just just disable the Wi-Fi and rock and roll. Yeah, and that that's pretty easy to do in, in really any device, oh, tablet, yeah. smartphone, laptop, wh- whatever. There's a switch that says off, just hit it and go. Yep, for sure. And, and if you need to go to it, it's always there. Turn it back on, up. yep. Uh, on and off, pretty easy. All right, let's go to Walter next. Walter, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah, hi, Doug. Hi, Walter. Uh, I'm running Windows 7 Pro inside of a VM virtual box. Okay. And I'm also running a Microsoft uh, standard PS2 keyboard. Okay. And the numeric keypad on this uh, on this keyboard doesn't work. It doesn't do anything. The, the numbers, you hit the numbers, and the rest of the keyboard is just fine. And I'm wondering how to get this this uh, numeric keypad working again. You know, this might actually have something to do with your with your actual host client software. If you're running a virtual machine, and you're running Windows Pro inside that virtual machine, what's your base operating system? Is it Windows 10? Is it is it Linux? What is it? Windows Seven. Okay, you're going to have to give me a call so I can see. It it sounds to me like you're layering Windows 7 operating systems. Um, But the PS2 keyboard should take precedence over a USB. Uh, You might have to actually go into your BIOS and shut that off. Give me a call next week and we'll get more involved in this. I think this is something that's solvable. Um, I just have to know a little bit more about your configuration. So give me a call next week, Walter, and we'll rock and roll. All right. Uh, we'll have that number and email at the end of the program. By the way, phone lines are open right now at 651-989-9226. If you want to talk to Doug, now is a great time, 651-989-9226. Uh, let's go to the uh, text line at 81807 here real quick. I have an HP Pavilion Sleekbook 15 laptop that will shut off without any warning. What could be going on there? Uh, yeah, we're seeing a lot of that. That that particular era computer, there's a couple of issues with the, this machine. Um, first of all, I would check to see if it's running hot. If it's running hot and you've got a ton of stuff on your desktop, it's very possible that you can cool it down, accessing your hard drive quite so much. I can also tell you that that era uh, of laptop, they had a small little switch when you closed your lid that was supposed to turn the computer off, and my understanding is is those also are creating heat. In addition to that, if you have it plugged into a surge protector, it could be brownouts that's creating this. But I have a feeling this whole thing is surrounding around temperature. And that would be the first place that I would start diagnosing is is, is the temperature. Yeah, and, and what about people many times put their laptops on their laps? Oh, very bad. Yeah. I mean, they, they're called laptops. Oh, but, yeah. I mean, you, you imagine body 98.6, computer running. Um, I, I went out to uh, Ikea, and I have a little stand Perfect. that I have the laptop on that I just slide over. It, it's a TV tray for all practical purposes. And smart. that works great. Very smart. Um, and, and here's the thing, too. Here we are in Minnesota, and I'm sure you with a house full of women, you see it all the time. It's wintertime. We take a nice blanket, we put it on our lap, and then we throw the laptop on top of the blanket. We're blocking those vent holes. This is very, very bad. 
Worst case scenario, run down to Menards or Target, buy a cutting board, put it on your lap on top of the blanket, and then put that laptop on that hard surface. They require that space to breathe. They truly require yeah. that space. Yeah. So a uh, good thing to keep in mind, but uh, heat is an enemy. One of the things you see for laptops sometimes are, are those things they sit on, the, the little uh, cooling device, if you will, fan-driven. What are your thoughts on those? You know, I got really high on them, and I was actually encouraging people to buy them for a while. And all of a sudden I realized that an awful lot of these plug into the USB port for the fan. So they're sucking electricity off your laptop, and they actually are. Are you ready for this, Stevie? They're creating more heat ah. than they're actually dissipating with the fans. So they, just keep it on a hard surface. If your laptop is four or five years old or newer, you're probably not going to suffer with this as much as something that's six-plus years and older. So it, it's getting a lot better. The processors today, and in fact, the new HPs, the new Asus, they have actually taken a, a, a page out of the Mac playbook, and they're trying to get fanless cooling. So it's gravity flow off the processors. So they're getting the temperature down on these processors now. That, with an SSD drive, hopefully we're going to see them run cool like little popsicles here in the next six months to a year. It's getting there. One thirty-two is our time. We'll have a quick break for the weather. We'll come back. We'll go to the text line again at eight one eight zero seven, and we have a ton of calls waiting on the line. CJ, Paul, Brent, and Pete all coming up. It is Tech Talk on a Saturday here at CCO. It is Tech Talk Saturday is between one and two o'clock here on CCO. Always a lot of great calls and texts, and we certainly do appreciate that. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. You can text eight one eight zero seven. That's eight one eight zero seven. Let's go to the phones again. Let's bring in Paul in Roseville. Paul, you're on the air. Paul. Hi, Paul. Do we got you? Yes. Yeah. What can we do for you? My left mouse button stopped working. Oh, go buy a new mouse. That's you, what I was wondering. Yep. Run on down to Best Buy. I like the Logitechs, and my favorite is a three hundred five. You can buy them for 20 bucks. They've got a small, tiny little wireless dongle. The batteries last about 18 to 24 months. You just can't beat them. Can't beat them. And you can get it, you can get it done a lot cheaper with a wired mouse. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, this is a this is an optical mouse and it's and it's wireless. Um, but yeah, if you you can pick up a mouse today for 6-8 bucks. There's no sense wasting your time. Yeah. Don't don't fool around if nope. it's not working. Uh, shut your computer down, plug in the new one into a USB, and up it comes. Absolutely. Yeah, easy, easy, easy fix. All right, Paul, great call. Uh, let's go to Brent. Brent, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi, Brent. Uh, What's up? Uh, I've got a Dell desktop, five years old, running Windows 7, provider CenturyLink. Uh, I've been running Firefox pretty much since I got it, but that email is just slower than heck, and I get goofy things. I get I get an email from somebody who's got an attachment, I try to forward it to somebody else. Attachment doesn't go. Uh, now, this ain't got anything uh, to do with your computer. computer. I save pictures, and I can't seem to find them. You know, a lot of it might be my fault, too. No, it's not you either. Um, after your name, after the at sign, what's your email address? At where? Q.com. Okay. Um, you need to give me a call next week. We're going to take your Q.com mail. We're going to create you a Gmail account. And we're going to put that underneath Gmail, and we're going to let the Gmail servers take care of it. 
that I do this every week for people. It'll take us about a half an hour, 40 minutes, and we'll get you all squared away. You do not have to get rid of that email address, but you got to get rid of the email servers that are handling your mail. Won't take us long. And thank you for the call. I look forward to hearing from you next week. Yeah, and we've brought this up. It's been a while, but uh, hard, hard to beat that free Gmail account and the capability and what you get for storage. And once you learn, and it'll take a while. I mean, it, it's it's one of those to, to learn all the features that you get with that free Gmail account, but it, it's hard to beat, Doug. Well worth it. Well, and, and here's the thing with this Q.com account. This was an original Quest account. Yep. Quest email servers have changed at least four times in the last decade. My well, wife's got one of those emails. You bet. CenturyLink is attempting to to provide their customers with the service and keep those emails. But you're layering through about three different servers. They're actually going to appreciate the fact that you put it underneath a Gmail account and take it off those old servers. And so we'll get that to squared away for him, and he'll he'll be happier than than a, than a pig in mud. And thank you for the call. Yeah, but that that is a good deal. The way he, all those he, you have an old AOL account, all, all of that sort of every stuff. week you I can, put them underneath Gmail. Every yeah, week you, you you can consolidate those. Uh, it's pretty straightforward for yep. sure. By the way, Doug's phone number and email at the end of the program today. Uh, let's go to uh, Brent next. Uh, Brent, you're on the air. Hello. Or Pete. Pete, sorry, you're on the air. Pete, go ahead. Pete, hi, this is Pete. Hi, Pete. Hey, What's up? Th- thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. I've got, I've got a, a laptop, HP. It's about a year old, running Windows 10. And uh, it's got uh, one terabyte of, of uh, in the C drive. But the, the D drive, which is a, re, what is it, re, restore right. drive? Right, right. It keeps telling me upon a pop-up that it's full. Yeah, it? you don't, yeah, you don't want to be saving anything on that drive. Well, uh, it, I never have, but it's... Well, it's creating temp files. There's um, Give me a call next week, and here's what we're going to do. We're going to open up your registry file using RegEdit, and we're going to stop this thing from annoying you. Um, as long as you understand what that partition is and what it does, um, we'll clear out the temp files, and we'll just we'll just shut off that annoying notice because it's it's ridiculous i i know exactly what you're dealing with um it's about a 10 minute fix so give me a call next week and we'll we'll get you handled in a jiffy all right uh always a ton of great calls here on the program uh by the way the number is 651-989-9226 you can text 818-07-8107 and that's good for all our programs here on CCO, so keep that in mind. Let's go to Jim and Woodbury. Jim, you're on the air. Hey, good afternoon, Doug and Steve. Enjoy the show. Hey, Thank I, you. I've uh, my old my computer was going bad, and I brought it for a diagnostics check, and it was not good. So I heeded Doug's advice, went to PC and and picked up a refurbished one. And now the question is, how do I get the existing information on my old computer to the new one? Uh, you know, probably your best bet is if, if you're familiar at all with the inside of a machine, get take the hard drive out. Uh, depending if it's a 2.5-inch drive out of a laptop or a 3.5-inch drive out of a desktop, you can actually take that drive, take a cruise over to Micro Center, and say, I'm looking for an external case for this drive. Um, if it's a 2.5-inch drive out of a laptop, you're looking at about $6. 
If you're looking at a three and a half inch drive, that's going to take a little bit more, about 30 bucks. You put this drive and you turn it into an external drive, take it back to your new computer, plug it into a USB port, open up two Windows Explorer windows, one for the source, one for the target, copy and paste. And if you need help with that, give me a jingle. It'll take me a couple of minutes to show you what to do and have you on your way. Thank you for the call. All right, Doug, uh, if someone is a little uh, leery of taking a computer apart and getting the hard drive out, one of the things we've talked about in the past is great time to sign up for uh, one of those backup services. Absolutely. Or uh, just go buy an external hard drive and transfer that data to the external hard drive. Then you've got a good copy of it. And then you can drop what you need onto your new machine. It's a perfect, uh, yeah. perfect solution. And we were talking about Gmail. Depending upon the amount of his, his data, if he has a Gmail account, he can log on from the old computer, provided it still runs, log into his Gmail account, save the files up onto Google Drive in the same folders, but I would name them. Instead of calling them documents, I would name the folder docs. Instead of naming the folder pictures, I would name the folder pics and just abbreviate it. Now, when he goes back to his new computer, logs on to Gmail, opens up Drive, he can copy right from that first file folder to his source folder, and he's got a built-in copy already up in the clouds. But this would be a perfect time to consider if he's looking for Mosey, Carbonite. There's a number of really good services, that, and they're cheap. This is another way to transfer. Just depends on how much data he has. Most people can get by with Google Drive just fine. That's 25 gigs of space up there, for goodness sake. Most people, if they have three or four gigs, it's surprising. Now, I've got people who have been copying computers three or four times, but a lot of that's even duplicates. Well, and we, we should mention the local company along with Mozilla. Yes. And- uh, or I should say Mosey and Carbonite, and that is Crash Plan. Yeah, Crash Plan. We, we always get tax on that. Yeah, cra- well, and Crash Plan does a great job. I mean, they're they're doing wonderful work. So, absolutely. You know, I think next time this topic comes up, Steve, we better mention them first. Yeah, there you go. Local company, why not? All right, quick break, 147, 13 minutes before 2 o'clock. More Tech Talk in a moment. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. It is Tech Talk, final segment of the program. We'll try and squeeze in some calls and texts before we say goodbye. We'll tell you that we come your way each and every Saturday between 1 and 2 o'clock. We have all the news and weather coming up at 2, so stay tuned for that. We'll start with CBS. We have 88 degrees, winds out of the southwest at 10, and our dew point hanging in there at 60. So uh, there is some humidity in the air today. Let's go to Ed Mound. Ed, you're on the air. Hello. Yeah, I, uh, hi. How are you guys doing today? Good, good. good. Um, I got a Dell laptop that's like a year and a half old. It's my daughter's, and she ended up breaking the charger. I went to Best Buy, and they picked it out for me, and it's supposed to charge several different types of computers. It plugs in and everything, but then a message comes up on the laptop screen saying, do not recognize charger. So, I mean. Yeah, these uh, these can be real, real touchy. Um, Dell has gone the extra mile with their battery calibration. Uh, and and the upper echelon HPs and the upper echelon Asus have done the same step. 
if it's unable to attach to that calibration, this is going to continue. The, I don't know when you bought this, but you, you might want to contemplate taking it back, jump on eBay, put in the exact make and model of the computer plus AC adapter, and see if you can find one that's a direct Dell that's probably considerably more affordable. Some of the Dells will allow you to bypass that message. But if this is a year-old computer, I think it would behoove you to truly consider getting real Dell equipment here. That The chargers and the laptops, this is kind of a sensitive issue. And at a year old, I, I think I'd step up and buy factory equipment on this one. And thank you for the call. I hope that helps. Yeah, that, that sort of stuff is so hit and miss. Sometimes the, the secondary market, it, it's, it's like if I, uh, well, if I, uh, when I lose a phone charger, I've just had a whole lot better luck with the original Apple equipment, uh, the, the charger for the phone. Yeah. You know, I, I, I've tried the other stuff. Uh, the chargers seem to run hot. Um, the the connections don't seem to be as good. Exactly. You know, sometimes it's hard to beat original equipment. You pay more, but... Yeah, well, you know, if you're changing a hard drive, it's one thing. If you're putting in a keyboard, a lot of the keyboards, you can buy OEM equipment. Um, it's actual copies of the actual. But when it comes to this charging, and and even the batteries as of late seem to be getting pretty fussy on computers that are three years old or newer. So this particular deal, you you might be, and that's not to say that you have to pay full retail at Dell. You can go on eBay, and a lot of the warehouses have actual Dell equipment and can sell for considerably less than what you'll pay if you go to the Dell website. If you can't, I'd say, hey, step up to the plate and just buy it right straight from Dell. I think you're going to be much, 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 much farther ahead. Keep in mind. Sometimes you're looking at 25, 30, 40, 50 bucks more. And I know it makes me grunt when I don't want to spend the money, but you got to put a dollar value on your frustration. And if this adds five to six years of life to your computer by spending an extra 30, 40 bucks, spend the money. Yeah. Um, here, here's one from the text line. I thought I had seamlessly installed Kaspersky Total Security. Now getting a pop up dialog box indicating. Failure to establish secure connection. What could be going on here? You know, I'm not certain what's happening with Kaspersky. I'm not so certain that there are servers in the United States that are doing double, triple, and quad checks because it's a Russian company. I have heard nothing bad about Kaspersky. I have heard absolutely no reason why we shouldn't trust them like we did before the Trump effect. But I, I... I do hear a lot of things that are just bizarre, and this is a perfect example. I cannot answer that. You should not be getting that. All right. Um, what do you recommend, though? I mean, we, this comes up from time to time. Uh, Windows 10 Defender should be plenty. Absolutely. If you're a normal home user, uh, Windows Defender and Windows 10 is going to be great plenty. If you're running Windows 7, I am very, very prone and biased to Bitdefender as an outside antivirus. Um, I've used to recommend Kaspersky, but because of this anomalous issues, I'm just not going that route anymore. Um, AVG is okay. McAfee's okay. 
I like Bitdefender because it's lean and mean. It's not pretty, but it takes very, very little resources and does a tremendously good job. All right, Doug, we've got to run uh, your phone number and email as promised. How do people reach you? Thank you. 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com. WCCOTECH.com. 651-552-9543. Thanks, Stevie. See you next week. All right, we'll see you in a week. Of course, Tech Talk with Doug in studio. Saturday is between 1 and 2 o'clock. Here on CCO, thanks for all the calls and texts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.